So you're thinking about starting a new website. Maybe you have a new small business idea and want to sell something online. Maybe you want to show off your photography. Maybe you want to start that new podcast. GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. Each new.com comes with a free instant page website and built-in photo album. So what are you waiting for? Get your website started today. Go to GoDaddy.com. Enter code CREN at checkout or click the GoDaddy banner on our website, JimCren.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide, we are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are in studio, they're at Talent Networking. Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Wysocki. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Cren. Jim Cren, No Restrictions on the Sideshow Network, brought to you by the Sideshow Network and Star Chevrolet, Star Nissan, and Greensburg. We're at the Talent Network Studios with Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Wysocki, Josh Folio. Frank Mergia, David Settlemeyer, Corey Gale, Wayne Wow, and it is a beautiful day in Pittsburgh. We're hanging out here live from Pittsburgh. We're all over the world, though, with this podcast. That's the fun thing about this thing. The, the, the reach it has, it's been tremendous uh, experience for me. Thank you so much for downloading. We have 57,000 subscribers and growing. We can't thank you enough. Shout out to... Everybody, uh, from my buddy Dave in Florida, West Palm, he's been with us since the beginning. Shout out to our friends in Indonesia, which we, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. We got some people in Indonesia listening to us, in Britain, in Germany, Canada. Uh, that's the the greatest thing about podcasting. No, the greatest reach. thing is we can say fuck whenever we want. This is true, too, Johnny. <laughs> that's it, my it, favorite it is, part. <laughs> yeah, so hey, uh, I got a chance to do the Heinz Ward show last week i can't wait to do it again heinz ward man and albie oxenrider also was a co-host of that show heinz is like one of the nicest guys i've ever met as far as like meeting athletes in my life i've met a lot of them he's just down to earth genuine and i he definitely has a future in, in the media without a doubt don't you guys agree i mean he's just He's smooth. He's calm. He's he's, yeah. he's got a nice likability. I like Hans. Yeah, he's it definitely good, has the likability factor. Which he, is he's very, always smiling. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy, and he's a good interviewer, man. He really is. He and he was a great player. So if you're a great player and a you know a good personality, that goes a long way. It's a nice combination. It's not man. like you're just some chump. He set me up nice too. I wanted him to set set up a bit. I wanted to do on on Coach Tomlin. I've been working on an impression, and the, the idea was that. Coach looks like Omar Epps, and we always talk about <laughs> that. Does. And they split screen the pictures, and I got to do the impression, which was fun to do. And I wanted to just get his face expression. He played along with, it. even if, you know, even if he didn't think it was on, he still laughed anyway. It made me feel good. But it was the idea was that Omar Epps, <laughs> I can't watch House without thinking that that Omar Epps is going to break into a Mike Tomlin because he looks so much like him. Like in a press conference, it's like when Coach has like you know the, the press is looking at him, going, "Hey." What's what's going, on? Johnny? You're killing me. <laughs> I thought there was oh an god. insect inside of. No! Oh my god, yo! You can't do that shit, man. <laughs> I thought there was an insect in no, here. You understand when you look no, over at no, it, was, I looked at me. It was funny because in the middle of performing, I just see Johnny going through the fucking. I'm over here touching myself, thing like thinking it. that I have fucking bugs, and I'm like, was he smoking fucking angel dust? I don't. 
I don't think we want insects in our uh, pretzel tub. No, we don't. Tub. We don't. We got an ocean will shut us down, Yo. man. Yo, it somebody- was just the reflection. <laughs> it was just the reflection on the plastic. It was. It was your reflection. That's Ooh, fucking you awesome. freaked me out, man. I thought man. I had some oh, woman. You're, you're trying to, the way you frankly opened that fucking uh, thing too. It was like, Yo, yeah, you was the it was the reflection of my coffee mug in the thing. <laughs> and he thought God, there was it a just bug. had my attention. There was a bug in there. Yo, who did you your goddamn up a cigarette and sherm? I'm like, bullshit. Like, I'm wow. sorry, but I was scared, like man. I thought there was a fucking giant were... spider or something above my head or something. I was like, I know, me too. It looked like he was doing CPR <laughs> on a pretzel. Oh god! My concern was all of our safety. You did, mm-hmm. you did save us. I, I'm sorry. If there was an insect in there, we're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> all right, back back to Mike Tom. Back to the story. <laughs> uh, but, but Omar Epps looks so much like Mike Tomlin that I expect. Omar Epps, one of the house. I can't watch House without thinking he's going to break into a press conference. You know, like you know, how did the operation go? It was a very good surgery. Uh, there was a lot of blood. Uh, Doctor House, now we aren't going to get style points for this. There's no doubt. Uh, but he brings a good resume. He's got the hardware. Uh, he was definitely non-rhythmic type surgery uh, that we did in there. Uh, Doctor House is a blue collar kind of surgeon. Uh, we like that. Bring his uh, lunch pail. To the operating room with a little, little scalpel in there. Uh, it's about preparation, and that's what he does. Doctors, we prepare. It's about preparation, preparation H, and all preparedness is involved. Um, Dr. House is one of those guys that, you know, he come in, and uh, uh, he believes in himself, <laughs> and we believe in him. Uh, he come in. And uh, there's a mystery at the beginning, uh, but then he solves the mystery. Uh, there ain't no more mystery at the end. And uh, that's just house being house, what that is. And we really like being around him. He sets a standard of excellence, and there's a standard we're trying to be house being house. Oh, so I got to great. do that for him. So it was fun. Nice. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. That was great. There's no one breathing. <laughs> you know, I wonder, it, it's it's so, it's kind of, it's still new podcasting. And you're right, you could say fuck and all this stuff. And it must have been like when when radio started or something, you know. But they they must, did they have restrictions immediately when radio started? Or, or could you say fuck? Like, did the, you know, like the old show, like The Shadow Knows, did they say The Fucking Shadow Knows? And then they... <laughs> Went you know, to was that even a word yet? I just uh, I was I wonder <laughs> was it even a word yet? I just I mean, did. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were like ah that dame huh ah foxy yeah my fucking gangster she ah she bloody yeah this is affecting my this is affecting my real radio uh like when I go to promote a show at yes. a club they make yeah. me go you know do do, do morning local shows. morning shows <laughs> yeah well I did Bob and Tom's show in uh, uh in Indianapolis when I was in Dayton yeah and. Uh, to promote a week and then Don't tell me I was fuck. on the on the show <laughs> I was talking about my uh my uh, ex-girlfriend and I was riffing extemporaneously <laughs> and uh I was like well let's just put it this way she's batshit crazy and everyone in the room oh. went oh and they <laughs> all forgetting. they yeah. all touched they touched the dump button and then in between breaks uh Tom Griswold was like yeah, uh, if that would have got through, uh, we have to pay two hundred thousand dollars for every station that we're syndicated in. Yes, and it, uh, fine. It falls, it falls onto the DJ's lap. The company does not pay it. Here's the wild thing, Johnny: the seven second delay. You can't. It takes a while to reboot. It takes like maybe you know thirty seconds, a minute, whatever it is. So if you say "fuck," we got to reboot before we can hit the dump button again. And 
what happens is if you say fuck and in 10 seconds they say fuck again, we're fucked. It's, <laughs> right. It's pretty right. much going out. Once that Tracy Morgan was on the uh, morning show that I was on, and he comes in and he is flying. He's and great. every other word out of his mouth is fuck. Just, I mean, this is right before we go on, too. It's like, and he says, he's on this, he goes on tangents. Like, in other words, he's, I don't know why, he's like, you know, comes in, Jimmy Cran, I want to get you pregnant. <laughs> Which is scary. That's his go-to line. Hearing <laughs> that from Tracy, you know, I'm going to get you pregnant, Jimmy Cran. I'm like, really? So, no, but anyway, so he's saying fuck a lot. Every other, and I'm, I'm worried, because I know it takes a while to, to, to reboot this thing, right? So we we nervously do an interview in, in the beginning part, like the hello, hey, Tracy's here, he was at the improv or whatever, and he did slip a fuck out. Hit the dump button, go off. I look at the, everyone in the room, I said, look, we can't put him back on, but I don't want to insult him. So what we did was we played a song, turned a song down in the room, he thought he was on the, on oh, the air. Oh, that's classic. <laughs> and we did a fake interview. So like Led Zeppelin or something's playing. The music, the listener's just hearing a song, and I'm just having a, we're, we're having like a 10-minute yeah. conversation with him. And sure enough, he did say fuck a couple times. That's so funny. And it didn't even, I didn't care. I'm like sitting there, ah, what the hell, you know. Yeah, go ahead. Go for <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Tracy. Don't worry. Get me Mi- fucking pregnant. <laughs> Misty Mountain Hop is playing in, uh, on, the, on the station anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> he, had no, he had no idea. He left, and that was it. We hugged, and that, he was gone. But, the, yeah, I, I, he didn't get me pregnant, thank God. Thank God for podcasting, because, shit, I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want to <laughs> on this fucking show, and it's fucking awesome. It is awesome, man. It reminds me of when I was a kid and I saw two homeless dudes fighting after mm-hmm. a pirate game, it, and they were fighting over <laughs> this one staring at the cup, and he's just like, yeah. hey, fuck you too, motherfucker. I'll look in any fucking cup I want, <laughs> you fat motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can say that on the podcast. Uh, you can tell that story. Can tell yeah. that story. You know? When I was a kid, we uh, when I was in first grade, me and my friend Adam Truax, we used to uh, <laughs> walk down the street, and we came up with this song that we used to sing, and the song... This is when we first realized what swearing was. So we'd walk down the street going, shit, fuck, asshole, woo, yeah. Shit, fuck, asshole, woo, yeah. And we thought it was the, it is. It's got a nice hook. Yo, we need to make this song. And it's not that we need it, but it's just, it's not that we need to say that or anything. It's just that, and even for, uh, you know, listening to it, when we listen to it on shows, it's a, there's an artistic freedom to it or something. I don't know, there's a freedom you, you feel, all right, this is just, Way outside the lines and and, and more and that, I think that's why we're drawn now to HBO, Showtime, Netflix with all these uh, these types of non restricted type shows and they are artistically ten times better than anything we see on network. When you yeah. see, like for instance, I, I'm I'm getting into these shows on Netflix. Believe it or not, this is definitely a new thing. They had 19 Emmys for House of Cards, uh, which is just Netflix only. They just put 13 episodes on Netflix. You join for like seven bucks a month or something. Yeah, I join. Jimmy on Netflix finally. I'm all yeah. over it. I know. I can't stop. But the problem is, it's, the it's, best. it's like, it is. It's like crack, though. You can't it stop. Is. When you have 13 episodes, 13 hours in front of you, you're watching it for like two days straight, you yeah. know, covering every can't house of cars. It. It, there's a show called uh, Orange is the New Black. Very popular. Which is a great show. I've not seen it. You'll love it. It's a well written show. It's about this yuppie chick that goes to prison. Uh, and it's just her life in prison. But it's it's a dark comedy, as they, you know, whatever. But. Well written, tremendous acting. It, it's it's and there was it's funny there was a Jason Biggs is in this. Okay, well, I never was crazy about him. He's good American Pie, but but he's goodness. He plays that yuppie fiance guy. Perfect. 
and he plays a writer. In one of the articles he was writing that he was trying to get published was on something called edging. This is completely off the subject of the TV show. I know stuff, what it is. I didn't know what edging was until Johnny tell us. Well, it's, it's it's getting somebody close to having an orgasm but not having an orgasm. Yes. Right? So the characters pitching this story on edging, which I didn't know what it was, and that, and they start describing obviously what it is, John. I'm like, edging? That's the wildest. So the, I didn't know that. So, so why would not why terrible. Would, it does. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to go all the way to the orgasm and stop? I don't get the whole... <laughs> What's all that right. all about? I'm leaving. I'm done. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't even stop peeing. I couldn't imagine trying to stop the orgasm. I have no control like that, right? <laughs> could you do it? Mike's smiling like he does. Like you're professional with this. <laughs> Mike's giving a look like I, I could, could do edge this. somebody. I'm edging right now, Mike. I've edged. Yeah, you've edged. <laughs> yeah, I've edged. You're an edger, I, but I'm. I, you know, I still got that super yeah. edging youth in me. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I take advantage of it. You know, there's times where you're like, oh, oh, no, can't do it yet. Gotta Maybe we should get that's our new going. medicine which comes for Viagra, like the new edging, ed, the edging. edge Viagra. There are after. edging workouts that you can do. They have edging they have workouts? Really? Edging Wait, workouts. Wait, you're really into this if they, you find yeah. the workouts here. <laughs> well, because you, you know, you is don't. Is like aerobics? You, yeah, it kind of is. You don't want to be that dude that's like, you know, Doesn't premature. Well. The two pump chump. The two pump, yeah, there you go. Two pump chump, the one minute man. You know what I mean? You don't want to be that guy. That one good. Yeah. So it, it's something where uh, w- while you're going to the bathroom, like when you're peeing, you have to like hold it and then pee again and then hold it That's... and then pee again. And that helps you with edging. Really? The, yes. So it's the way kind of practi- look at everyone's face. Everyone's looking at me like, what the well, fuck? Well, no, because <laughs> earlier when I just when I just said, I, you know, I can't stop peeing, I couldn't edge it. So here there, it's kind of related. That's related because what you do is your while exercise. you're peeing, you have to like squeeze and yeah. then not pee until it, you feel it. Edge. Like, so you can't hold it no more. You're like, oh, shit. And you got to pee again, and you got to yeah. hold it, and you got to pee again. And that helps you with edging and lasting longer. So am I doing wow. a form of edging by not wanting to take a shit on a Greyhound bus? <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that, that's sledging. That's sledging. <laughs> I think it's something different. I don't know what that is. Sludging. 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 <laughs> it's sludging, Johnny. So that's it. There you I'll go. Just wait till I get home, if you don't mind. <laughs> it's all the same to you, Mr. Bus oh, Driver. Oh, man, Greyhounds are just uh, the worst. The water sloshing around oh, in there. Man. Just you- taking a piss. I remember I took a piss once, and uh, the bus hit a pothole, and I pissed everywhere really like I just i was like oh shit and then i pissed all over the fucking then i came out like i ain't do shit and you don't want the seat near the bathroom you're sitting no. back there some fat guy coming back with a newspaper wait like, you were on the bus and you, and, you, and you hit and that was it i hit what i was doing i was taking a piss and it hit a pothole and i was younger and while i was peeing it's like in it, a greyhound back in yeah it's in the back of the greyhound cubicle closet bathroom exactly and there's that little uh fucking nasty toilet that's like a <laughs> Well, yeah. All it is is it's like the tools you go to in the park, you know, the right. porta potty. It is, but it's just in the back of a grave. It's in a box, and it has like the green stuff in there to kind of keep it tame. Like they should just yeah. dump lie in that. It's shit. It's like you're right. shitting in a cereal bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a cereal Good bowl analogy. of green juices. Yeah, gamma juice. Everything's all hot because the engine's in the back. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. everyone can hear you. Yeah. You got to be kind of <laughs> quiet. Don't get too wild in yeah, there. Yeah, because if you got exploding ass, that's it. Oh. And then you know, eye contact as soon as you walk out. People looking at oh, you. Oh, they like, all oh. look. So <laughs> I, I took a piss and it the bus hit a pothole. And yeah. while I was peeing, I, I fucking did one of those. Like I was shaking around. I like how Terry I did the motion. Everywhere. Like he's he got a three out. foot cock. He like hit a, a he's super, always bragging a super water, <laughs> <a> water hose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> Big Dick. <laughs> Big Dick Jones. <laughs>
coming to a theater near you. <laughs> I don't know what theater it'd be playing. In. Maybe the Garden. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, well, you know, it's it, well. There's Mile High Club is having sex in a bathroom in an airplane. I wonder what they call it for it, it, having sex in a bathroom. The Greyhound, the Five oh, Desperate, <laughs> the, the what do they call it? The Five Foot Club, the Five Foot five Club. Foot up, yeah. Okay, I'll go for that. The, the Hall of Shame. <laughs> yeah, the Low Earth Club. Amer- the America's Most Wanted. Uh, yeah. yeah. You well, you those Greyhounds are just crazy man like the stories i met a girl in a greyhound when i lived in alabama and yeah that's a great idea um <laughs> i met a girl in a greyhound <laughs> a great romance and she she was a gorgeous girl okay. and i was like i'm gonna give her the benefit of doubt you know shit greyhound's kind of cheap even though you take five days to get to alabama i'm okay with that and uh so we're coming down to huntsville and that's where she lived and i had this cool line where i was like well you know people say i'm comfortable so if you get tired you can lay on me like a teddy bear and she was like, oh, whatever. That's your Greyhound line? <laughs> that was my Greyhound line, That's man. That's a good Greyhound and line. It, it's not bad. that down. Yo, I don't like that. I think it's a good line. I don't like that. I like that. Yo, believe <laughs> You could lay on me like a teddy bear. Like a teddy bear. And it, it sounded worked. appealing, right? And she said, you are You're... very comfortable. Huh? And she laid on me and fell asleep for the rest of the ride to Huntsville. That's awesome. I got her number. We hooked up. Turns out, when we hooked up, I was like, oh, well, you know, she's cool. She had a kid. And I was uh, like 19. She was a few years older than me. Okay. So she's like 23. I was like, oh, whatever. She has a kid. It's... Yeah. And she turned out to be a blood from uh, Kentucky. Oh really? Uh-oh. A fucking okay. blood. A real life blood. Yeah. Uh, Her kid's 16 years old. Like... <laughs> He's also in the game. <laughs> you, were, was... you, were, you were a great neck pillow. Yo, I was a neck pillow for a thug. It was the weirdest thing ever, man. Uh, and I let her use my, sw- uh, I had a butterfly knife. And when she started doing these tricks with this butterfly knife, I was like, that's it. And then she told me a story how she uh, killed somebody. Really? Whoa. And I was she, like. Wait, this, really? She told me a story how she killed somebody and how yes. some other crazy thug stories. And I was like, yo, I, I don't think we could do this anymore. It was the weirdest wait, shit. Wait, what's ever. her name? I think I might have seen Hopeless her on the first romance. 48. <laughs> <laughs> this might be one of the unsolved ones. Yeah, this has to I, be one of the right. unsolved ones because that story was fucking crazy, dude. I like I the Crips. Like, this isn't going to work out. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's, a, that's a romantic Greyhound bus story. Greyhound, though. man. That's how you meet people. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, we should do greyhound.com instead of match.com. Put yeah, man. people together on the bus, man. Meet thugs and date people. It was funny because she was uh, smoking around me, and uh, she was just smoking this weed in front of me. And I'm like, hey, can you not smoke in front of me? Mm-hmm. Then she goes in the other room and goes, see, this is why I like you. You just you just put me in order with positive energy. See? <laughs> I was like, I fucking dated a thug. You're this is some crazy her. shit. I need yeah. some discipline I need, once in a while. <laughs> I need some of that good life. You know what I'm saying? You make me not want to keep me off these streets. <laughs> I, I felt like how a female feels when she dates a fucking thug. I was like, wow, she's great to me. <laughs> this is the weirdest shit. Oh, man. Oh. Greyhound. It was you know, it's a good segue here. Speaking of, speaking of thugs here, uh, there is uh, an article coming out in Rolling Stone uh, that everyone's talking about on Aaron Hernandez. They really go in, in depth on Hernandez. I know we've talked about him over the last several weeks. Everybody's talking about it, of course. One of the most shocking stories of the year, guy throwing his life away and you know, becoming a murderer. Apparently he's murdered possibly before this, as we talked about also, but the article actually goes more into his life. I I, I got a chance to read the article. It hits the stands uh, on Rolling Stone for October's issue. Interesting uh, life, uh, sad life in a lot of ways for him, as you, you know, can't be too surprised 
after what happened. His father was kind of a street guy, you know, petty thief, things like that, kind of a thug in a way. And he has gets his wife pregnant, and uh, Aaron's mom, obviously, and they have a kid, and it straightens his life out. So when he has the kid, is he starts to get a good, gets a job as a janitor, and you know, gets a real job, and stays on a straight and narrow path, and all that, and, and he becomes like the best dad ever, really good dad, keeping him in line, getting him, you know, working out, getting him in sports. The the, the older brother DJ is like a straight-A student, ends up at UConn as a quarterback, and does real well. He's a coach for, I think it's Iowa or Iowa State. He's a coach now. Aaron was just a phenom, obviously, physically, and he's doing real well. With 49 years old, the dad gets a hernia operation, gets an infection, and he dies. Aaron's 16. Dad dies unexpected. Now Aaron's going, you know, he does not handle it really as any. 16-year-old wouldn't be able to handle that. Well, his mother is, according to the article, is just crazy. His mom is sleeping with her niece's husband, who's a drug dealer, supposedly. So she's sleeping with, yeah. So, and it's kind of becomes family knowledge. It's not real secretive. And to the point where at one of Aaron's games, the, the, the niece, uh, Shows up and gets in a fist fight with the mom over the whole deal over the affair and all this stuff. And all these embarrassing things happening to a point where Aaron leaves the house and goes across town in, in Connecticut somewhere to a rougher area of town. A lot of gangs, a lot of violence. His uncle lived there. So he hangs with the uncle and he starts getting becoming friends with these guys that are, you know, criminals kind of. Just, a, you know, not the right people to hang Bad with. Bad element. Bad element. Exactly, Johnny. <laughs> And he, and he commits to UConn, and then all of a sudden, uh, Urban Meyer comes into the picture and gets him to Florida, obviously. And, and they get Tebow around him and the pounces and all this, and they're going to st- straighten him out, you know? So things are going well until one night they're in a club. Somebody tries to steal a chain off Marquis Pouncey's neck. Who the fuck would do that? I don't know. <laughs> Yo, you're a fucking... Right? Idiot. And he's a twin at that, so there's another Mike was there. Yeah, yeah. He, was, for you. he was there, Ter. Oh, man. They're at a club. So somebody tries to take a chain off his neck, and sure enough, an hour later, a car pulls up to this these people. It's Aaron, supposedly. They describe him. He shoots into the window, shoots at them, and, and shoots them. I don't think he killed them. He shot them, okay? Almost kills the guy. He describes it a, either Hispanic or Hawaiian guy with tattoos on his arm. They, they, they go and they question all them. He gets swept under the rug, right? He's, he's probably bald. Fast forward now. He, uh, there's a lot more detail to the article. You, you have to read it. But fast forward to now. He, he flies, he, according to the article, he flies to a combine, tells Belichick his life is in danger. Belichick says, you have to get a, a flop house to hide. He doesn't really, you know, this isn't an everyday thing where somebody comes on my life. Supposedly Aaron was, on angel dust, they're saying in the article. Angel dust makes you paranoid. It's the craziest drug. I don't even know how you can get high on it. You get high on it? Angel dust? The, the, What's the, it uh, the story that we were told when we were kids, when the uh, drug awareness people came to <laughs> yes. our school, Tell was, that, <laughs> angel was that if you, they said you can't ever do angel dust. You want to hear a story about angel dust? And the guy was uh, said... 
he had a prisoner handcuffed who was high on angel dust, handcuffed behind his back. Okay. Right? The guy was so uh, strong from the angel dust that he was able to take his hands, <laughs> wrap them around to the front, dislocating Jeez. his shoulders, bit both of his thumbs off to take to take the, the handcuffs off. Beat that, Chris Angel. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this, guy's a, this guy's a regular Houdini over here. Oh, my here. God. It's- no yeah, wonder Aaron some broke shit before you fight or something. I love like. that story, man. <laughs> the, the one that we had was, uh, you know, you take it and then you see angels and then they turn into demons and all the smiley faces turn uh, into mean. The faces. religious angle, I like and, that. Yeah, and then <laughs> the guy who thought he could fly on angel dust. But my favorite one was there was an actual supposed story that the cop had told us saying that there was a guy who was a kid blasting heavy metal in the 90s. Okay. And he tied a headband on his head, and he had a crossbow in his hand, and they had guns pointed at him, and they told him to put the crossbow down, and he was banging his head to the heavy metal and said, no, I can't because I'm Rambo. What? <laughs> so what the fuck kind of Angel oh Dust story is what? that? Well, what? What's <laughs> all these stories of Angel Dust, biting a thumbs off, the angel demon, th- nothing good with Angel yeah, Dust, right? I'm not all. hearing any euphoric high or anything. No. Supposedly, well, I don't know why he would choose it, but it makes him, makes him totally, totally paranoid. So he's paranoid and, and all that kind of stuff. And you know, I did. I will say this: I smoked a joint once at an Aerosmith concert, and it was passed to me from people who were next. It was like the second rock show I ever went to, and the people next to us passed us this joint, and uh, I had just been smoking pot for about a year. I was like fourteen. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I started to feel really unlike any time I've ever been stoned. Yeah. And at one point in the show, I, it felt like everyone in the crowd stopped like was just stopped not yelling and it was just me watching the band really yeah what? every i think oh. everyone else was like a statue and all it was just like me and the band <laughs> john john smoked that weed called matrix that's, that's what that shit i don't was. think it was real weed I, I mean me and my friend speculated about this like afterwards mm. we were like that was not normal that was something was in that right <laughs> and uh, i gotta say it was a pretty good time <laughs> but i don't i to this day i don't i can't confirm that i've ever used angel dust yeah i don't think can't I mean, maybe it. it was can't deny it either can't deny it well yeah you didn't bite your thumbs off no. so it probably wasn't angel dust. who knows and no. all the West Coast uh, like gang members back in the day used to smoke angel dust, but it was called Sherm, and it was mm. liquid PCP, and they'd dip the cigarette in Sherm and, and make Sherm sticks it. and smoke it. A sherm stick. And they'd be like, you know, like, yo, they all up on that Sherm. Like, that's how they talk. Named after you know, Sherman Hemsley. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. It's a fact. It's yeah. a, fact. Big angel dust. a known fact. Big angel <laughs> dust problem. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you dance a lot. Yeah. Why do you think he was so mean to their maid? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she didn't do anything but take care of them. Poor Florence. <laughs> All them goddamn Sherm sticks. <laughs> oh, he man. was paranoid. Well, that, but anyway, that's the story. I mean, basically, he got paranoid, and they, we all know the story, you know, with Lloyd and all that. We're talking to the guys, and he got paranoid, and the whole nine yards. So, that, yeah, it's just a sad story all the way around. But catch that, that article in Rolling Stone. It, it really sheds light on a little bit of background of the story. But isn't the damning evidence here that the fact that he they were looking for this vehicle that was involved in a shooting, and uh, they went to the guy's, uh, Hernandez's uncle. uncle's house, and this same vehicle that matches the description that was involved in this shooting was parked in his uncle's garage yes. for a year. Yeah, and it's in the and, art. It talks about in the article, Johnny. It's, yeah, he, he's got. There's a, a lot, lot of, of circumstantial hoops. evidence. He's got a lot of hoops that jump 
through. They actually end the article. And I'm not giving away anything. Just the, they end the article. Their opinion was of the writer that he will. There's a good chance he could get off on this. This, according to the writer, the way he was saying, they don't have the gun. There's not a. There's, it's circumstantial. If the two the guys say the one have- guy. You know, pulled the trigger, then it's word against word. No witnesses. No yes. witnesses, really, yeah, but those tough. guys. And, and no they, weapon. And, I mean, and, unless they find those weapons. In millions of dollars, and, you know, his lawyers, he's going to put right. the head of their hell of a team. He's got the contract before this happened. So he may get off. I mean, there's a, there's a mountain. To, I mean, he's got Ooh. a hell of a mountain to climb to get off. But it's going to be an amazing party when he gets out. Who knows? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Angel dust. Man. Everybody. <laughs> will fly. Let's yeah. get dusted. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be dusting, man. They're going to have people dressed up as angels on strings floating around with angel yeah. dust just floating down. Complimentary bulletproof vest when you enter the room, man. Man, <laughs> that well, if yeah. he gets off on that, that's some crazy, crazy stuff. I mean, they don't have evidence on it. There's mm-hmm. nothing much that you can do. He's, Who knows? Uh, he's the new OJ. He's need a, yeah, he's the, exactly. <laughs> the he, new Ray Lewis. He's the new. He needs it. Yeah, because it's, it's just a crack of you know, just a little bit of doubt in the the jury needs that little bit because this is for life and he's in his twenties. So the jurors, if you give him a little doubt, the author said they, you know, he may beat this. Which I was stunned when I'm as I'm reading as I'm reading the entire article, basically saying all the stuff like you said, John, the car and the whole thing and. It gets down to that, man. But it's yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. People do crazy stuff on drugs. Did you guys hear about Lady Gaga's bodyguard? No. This was in the news last week in Florida. uh, Lady Gaga's bodyguard, who used to be Jay Z's bodyguard and a few other famous people. Okay. uh, He uh, evidently had a serious, serious cocaine problem and. Uh, he went to his neighbor's house in Florida and was like looking in the back door and the woman of the house was like, hey, there's a creepy guy. And he's like a big guy. He's like 280. Right. And staring into their back window. So so she gets her husband. Her husband uh, uh, says, hey, what are you doing back here? Right. The guy forces his way into the house and starts, and this is what I read in the article, started punching the guy with one hand and doing coke out of his other hand <laughs> like he had a handful of coke just loose okay so that's he's amazing he's, he's, so he's, oh, he's gotta be careful that's just expensive yeah, that's right? impressive <laughs> so so he's fighting them he's fighting them they call the cops cops arrive this guy is out of control high they try yeah. to get him to stop and and stop fighting they can't get him to stop fighting so they tase the guy at that point and he's so the combination of him being high on coke right. and the tasing he had a heart attack and died no yeah really yeah yeah that is crazy. oh my is that god Yo, that's the there's most our... epic cocaine <laughs> yeah. story of all there's time. our public service announcement there it is children yeah. if Say you it. are listening to no restrictions and you shouldn't be listening to no restrictions do not take don't fucking snort coke and if you're gonna get, get tased, tased and get tased at the same time one or the other yeah. one or the yeah, other you cool. gotta choose one say no yeah. to tasers <laughs> no more sherm sticks kids no since we're speaking of speaking of that's uh, crazy that's a nuts sherm sticks and angel <laughs> dust let's do some twisted sports mike <laughs> <laughs> okay well with the nfl season just underway it's good to have football back but i still always have something to complain about Kickoff returns, why don't we have those anymore? I miss them. They're pointless. Last year, Denver's kicker booted 88% of the kickoffs for touchbacks. And kickoff returns used to be exciting, but now they're gone, basically. Just like head slaps and stick them and ridiculous touchdown celebrations like the Smurfs in Washington and the 
fun bunch in Denver and the icky shuffle. <laughs> no more coaches who wear suits and ties. No more barefoot kickers or kickers who kick field goals with the front of their foot. And all the referees used to be men. So um, just a lot of things that are changing. Uh, I was going to talk about something else that is uh, kind of missed too, and that's great heavyweight fights. It doesn't seem like we have those much anymore. Mike Tyson was recently in the news saying he was on the verge of death, and um, he may have been the last great heavyweight. From 1986 to 1990, he was the baddest man on the planet. Complete intimidation. He come out to the ring with just a black towel and public enemies welcome to the Terror Dome blast <laughs> So much trouble on my mind. Refuse to lose. He was unstoppable. He won the heavyweight championship at the age of 20, knocking out his opponent in 91 seconds. His opponent, not exactly a chump, Michael Spinks was 31-0 with 20 knockouts before the fight. Tyson had a great run, and to give the listeners an idea of his domination from 86 to 90, uh, Jimmy Crenn was in the beginning stages of dominating (laughs) Pittsburgh radio. John Evans was a wisecracking teen discovering the joys of mind and body-altering substances. I was wearing stonewashed jeans and seeing House Party in the theaters, and Terry Jones was shitting in his diapers, just to give people an idea of the time frame. But Tyson was the best. Who would have thought that an orphan pigeon farmer with a high-pitched lisp would dominate an entire sport? But after the Spinks fight, it was kind of downhill. He went 15-6 and six from that point, went to jail a few times, bit off a couple of ears, and got a tattoo on his face. But he's had a little bit of a revival lately. He was funny in the movie Hangover. He had a one-man Broadway play and a great documentary on him, which he comes across as very human, and some people even say well-spoken, which is just a condescending phrase used only for minorities by white people. (laughs) Iron Mike has had some great quotes, though. He said he wanted to eat another boxer's kids. And my favorite quote, maybe of all time, Tyson in the documentary at a press conference, a guy was getting on his nerves, and Tyson said, quote, you wouldn't last one minute in my world, pussy. I'll fuck you in the ass till you love me, you faggot. <laughs> Just quoting. Well spoken indeed. But Mike's still battling the demons. Hope it works out for him. I really do like him, and anyone that hugs Jimmy Cren can't be all that bad. <laughs> in all my years of watching heavyweight boxing, no one was better than Iron Mike Tyson. Nice. Wow. Very nice, Mikey. Well done, Mike, buddy. Well done. Yeah, thank you for doing yeah. that. Mike's, I, I, Mike's I, really hitting his stride with these uh, <laughs> sports. Is. Knocked uh, it out of the park, man. It's getting big laughs from comics? That's rare. <laughs> yes. that, was, that was a knockout. That was a knockout, Mike. <laughs> you know, it's so true, though. That era, the, those, that, that four or five years, he was such an entertaining fighter. Couldn't he was touch so him. dominant. You couldn't. I remember watching the Michael Spinks fight on closed circuit. And I had never seen a fighter lose a fight before the fight like that. In other words, his eyes, Michael Spinks had a look on his face like, get my fucking clothes. <laughs> like I was Getting saying, he was, uh, I think he might have even won an Olympic medalist. He was 31 and 0. He was a light heavyweight knockouts. Champion. Yeah. Light heavyweight I mean, champion. He wasn't some you know chump they put right. up there to knock down. Talented fighter. He whooped everyone's ass. He, dude. Larry Holmes' ass. And. 
that I thought that was ironic that he whooped Larry Holmes' ass, being that Larry was a lot younger than Muhammad Ali when he fought him. Yeah. yeah. A little taste yeah. of your own medicine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was like, now uh, how does it feel? Right. He was just talking shit. Larry Holmes also drop kicked somebody from a fucking car. That will forever oh, that. Yeah. be he, stuck in my memory. He, he was so dominant, though, Tyson. You know, Terry, that, and it, to me, this is the, the, the definite uh, sign of dominance in your era that I remember a lot of sports people saying, critics saying, well, he just doesn't have any good fighters out there in this era to fight. That's not true. He was beating the number one and number two contenders. Yeah, and he, he was did like not 20. He was duck. 20, 21 years old. Yeah, he yeah. didn't duck people, in other words. He mm-hmm. fought whoever was number one contender. He took him on, but he dominated them so much that that was the only criticism that people could say. It was, yeah, it was an amazing, you know, four or five years. Uh, in this- his prime, Mike Tyson in his prime, Versus Ali in his prime, who do you think would win? Guys? Man, so this is completely different styles. Yeah. Two different styles, but who? Well, and neither one. Mind you, Fraser Ali a bit, but who? Mm-hmm. Who do you think would win in their prime? Neither one would admit that who could beat who. No, it, because they were on Arsenio Hall together, and I'm they were sh- talking about. Right. Well, this one would beat me. No, I would lose to him. I honestly what think, do you think. What do you think? Who do you think, Terry? Who? That's a car. No, it's a um, tough one. I know it's the unstoppable it, force against the immovable object. Yeah, you know what I mean, a, yeah. A, I mean, I'm, these are two of the great. We're talking gr- two of the greatest of their era. But uh, you, what do you think, Ali well, against Tyson in their prime? Okay, like say twenty five, twenty six, or whatever. And I wasn't alive during Ali's era, and I was able to at least see Mike Tyson fight through. Uh, you know, growing mm-hmm. up. And I remember just watching Tyson and just being like, man, I don't think anybody in the world can stop. This guy, I mean, mind you, the Buster Douglas fight, we're going to kind of look over. No, 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 and, we're in the prime. Let's just know, say those prime, prime. But three years, four years, we was just you, unstoppable, Mike, um, versus Ali. I mean, even when after he beat Douglas, Liston he was still killing people. But right. I would have prime. to say Mike Tyson on this one. Tyson? Okay. I, I would say Mike Tyson because Mike Tyson at that time just saw his target and killed his target. It was He was like a machine. Relentless. Yeah, where Ali – made you kind of he played the whole role of i'm gonna talk shit and make this person think that i'm the greatest of all time because when you watched when ali fought foreman he whooped foreman's ass and foreman was destroying people yeah. man like he mm-hmm. was a machine he was tyson of his era. he was tyson of his air exactly at and, that time too and he was he wasn't falling down but ali I mean, did the rope dope and messed with his head so much that that dude just went into depression and made grills. You know so what I mean? So, so, you're, pick, so you're picking Tyson. I'm right? picking Tyson. Mikey, who do you I have pick? to go with Mike. I still think just in pure domination, I would think Tyson. But I think Ali's the only person that would have maybe maybe beaten him and given him a run for his money, just as far as you know, the rope-a-dope style. Probably a better technical boxer may have been able to just frustrate Tyson to the point where you know, he but could you, did take you him put out. your money on it. I'd still go with Tyson, but I think if in their prime, I think the most brutal match would be if it was Mike Tyson versus Joe Frazier. That would have been a monster fight. That would have fight. been a brutal been one. A I'm still going to take Tyson, but if anyone could have beaten Tyson in this prime, it would have been Ali. So Tyson against Tyson. Ali, you're getting Tyson. Johnny? Huh, that's tough. I would say Tyson, uh, and I, but I do think that uh, Ali was fighting qual- more quality opponents. I think that Ali was a better technical boxer and might have found a way, but... There's just that bulldog style where you just keep coming at the guy that might God. wear. I mean, you you land enough of those those body blows don't look like much, but I mean, after a while, Tyson body blows. It's like chopping down a tree. Eventually, you're just gonna go down. And yeah. I I gotta believe that you want Tyson, Tyson would win that. I really do. I gotta tell you guys, if I had to put money on it, I am telling you, 
it wouldn't even be close. Ooh. Muhammad Ali. Wow. Okay. Muhammad Ali would, dis- my opinion, would destroy Mike Tyson based off a couple things. Number one, we saw him not be able to handle Evander Holofield in two fights. He'd bite his ear because he didn't want to be embarrassed. Holofield so. was on his way to embarrassing Tyson because of reach and the way he was technically beating him. Now, granted, it was at the end of their careers, but I'm just saying on technique. Muhammad Ali, which you're, you're right, Tara. I made a good point you made. You didn't get a chance to see him fight. Yeah. I have seen him fight you know, many times yeah. as a kid, and I got to tell you, the difference was Ali was not only fast, guys, but that thing when he used to say float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, he really did have a knockout-type punch. It wasn't like Tyson's, but it was a really – it was more – let's put it this way. It was sharper and had more impact than Holofield's. So I'm thinking if Holofield could maneuver against Tyson and avoid – and, and don't forget, he took Joe Fraser's hooks. Yeah. So he could take Tyson's yeah, punch, I man. think, if he slipped in and got one. Yeah. He Joe Fraser's hooks – were amazing, as you guys know. So he did not, and Fraser did knock him down, but Ali did get up. So, and he fought him three times, obviously. Yeah. But I, I don't, I'm not saying it would be a complete walkover. I'm just saying that he would win pretty dominantly on a decision. It wouldn't be a knockout. I could see Tyson and he going the distance, Tyson getting tired toward the end and, and him winning. But I, but I, hey, this is all bar talk. Yeah, it is. You guys are just as right as me, is what I'm saying. In other words, Tyson was such a maniac. Who knows? You know, if he really fought, he'd hit him and it'd be over. You guys should leave messages uh, through SoundCloud and let us know what you guys think as well. That's a great idea. That are listening. And let us give us your ideas. Send it to the website. Yeah, give reasons. Send it to jimcrin.com. Absolutely. I would like to hear that debate because it's it's so cool hearing that debate between Tyson and Ali. Because no one's right. I want to hear everyone's opinion. Yeah, everyone has an idea of but how But Tyson it would was work. just destroying people in the third round because he just knew. Like, You're right. He Tara, was just scary. In that, that era. Uppercut. It was really his uppercut more than just the hooks because he was so low to the earth and strong and shorter guys could build muscle faster and a lot more and they could do more with uh, like pooling workouts. So his uppercut was just so good. His and Tyson bicep, had tr- or I'm sorry, Ali had trouble against guys like that. I mean, he didn't, you know, Fraser beat him. Yeah, yeah. Fraser was just crazy. He, he was, was unreal, dominant. smoking joke. But mm-hmm. see, Tyson against Fraser would have been unbelievable. Oh, You're right. That would have been brutal. Crazy. <laughs> the greatest yeah, fight I ever had seen, though, as far as brutal, was Hearns Hagler. I don't know if you guys ever saw oh, a tape that. of this. Yeah. Yeah. Tape of it? I, I, was, I, was, I watch it, a lot yeah. of boxing film. Like I've yeah, seen all these films. I know you and I talk a lot. We yeah. love boxing, it, but I think uh, Hearns Hagler was the greatest three round fight ever. It only went three rounds. It was close Ooh. circuit. I remember paying like fifty bucks at the <laughs> Civic Arena, <laughs> and, I, and no one was pissed. People stood for the entire three rounds. Just it, flew out of the gate fighting. It yeah. was unreal. Was... Now Tyson, on the other hand, I went to a close circuit. Uh, I can't remember which one it was. It wasn't the Michael Spinks. It was one of the other one around knockouts. I'll never forget. It's $50 a ticket. My dad went to get a beer, and he comes back, and it's over. And it's like, <laughs> I got a tear. It's over. He gets, what the fuck happened? That's what my dad talks. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah, it's over. You knocked. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm sorry. So, yeah, that's that's fun, though. I love, I love debating this stuff, man. Speaking of boxing, how about uh, our favorite Mr. Mayweather is about to break mm-hmm. the record for the uh, highest paid fight. What is it? It's 41. Is it 42.5 million or 41.5 Some million? Some crazy Some number, million. but he yeah. draws like crazy. I watch that him all the time. I love, I love watching for him. For one but, fight. Yeah. And, and, and on pay-per-view, maybe may make more out there. I mean, he's, he's, I lo- his lifestyle, if you watch 24-7 on HBO, <laughs> I'm not on Showtime. 
His lifestyle is unreal, isn't it? Oh, yeah. He walks around with bags of like $500,000. Just duffel bags. And he, and then he'll spill shit on the floor and be like, oh, it's cool. I'll just buy you a new carpet. My, <laughs> oh, I'll buy this whole sheet. I need gas. My favorite thing about watching 24-7, and you got to go back, go online and watch it. I don't know why the thing that makes me laugh is... 50 Cent is always in the background on a Segway. Yo, he is. No, <laughs> on a Segway. He is. It's true. <laughs> There's like four or five episodes where he's talking, you know, he's a uh, money way, Mayweather money. And all of a sudden you see in the back, you just see 50 Cent come by just on a like, Segway. Yo, what's good, Mayweather? Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, like, what? How cool is that? It's, it's you have a house so big and you have so much money that 50 Cent is just playing around on a Segway at your house. You know they're that's good. When you, that's when you know you made it. Right, they're good friends, and they got in a, a fight. They had a nice altercation because you know, remember when Mayweather was in uh, an argument? It, yeah, it's Over WWE. The segue. It, <laughs> you, did, you did that segue wrong, fifty. Yo, my yeah. bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> what it <laughs> what it is is uh, they when he was in WWE. Uh, Mayweather just did like a quick right. WWE stint for Cameo. him, just to bring as all the great boxers as they have. do, right? You know, and it all Smart, started with Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, what ended up happening was Mayweather was fighting the Big Show, which we all know he's seven foot and like five hundred pounds versus mm-hmm. Mayweather, who's like five seven or whatever he is, right? And Fifty was supposed to walk him to the ring. That's at least that's in Mayweather's that's, mind because right. Mayweather has so much money, he's used to getting what he wants. So Fifty was rapping and would walk him to the ring during actual fights. So he said, "Hey, I told the WWE you gonna walk me to the ring." He's like, "Why'd you do that? I didn't. I didn't agree to this." He said, "No, nah, man, come on, let's go around the corner to the closet where uh, the duffel bags of money is, <laughs> and I got a bag of money for you. I'm, I'm gonna give Are you this you money." He said, "I didn't agree to this. It ain't about that." He said, what? He said, you going to take this money? He said, no. And Mayweather jabbed him in the face. Really? And he said that he knows Mayweather and they're good friends. And because he jabbed him, <laughs> he caught him off guard. Oh. <laughs> and 50 said he knew. He said he's not dumb. He knows he can't go round for round boxing him. So what he did was he grabbed him and just slammed him on his head. You're kidding. <laughs> and then they're like wrestling and fighting each other. And then security, they're go- each one's bodyguard had to come and break it up. 50's but, like, you know, uh, I've been stabbed nine times. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hurt me with a jab. I thought you were going to say, so what he did. Was he got punched in the face? That all right? Where's that bag of money? Yeah, <laughs> that just this. shows how gangster Fifty is. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yo, fuck this. You ain't <laughs> going. Is... I ain't no bitch. I don't know. I want to. I'd love to. Wouldn't it be fun to party with Mayweather in Vegas? That'd be hysterical. Ooh, it would. Be. I gotta tell you, it if we would. live, if you live through the night, it'd be so oh. fun. To, that, that I'm gonna just want to be part of his entourage. I want to be on the Segway. I want to be on the Segway with Fifty. That's my goal. <laughs> if I can hang with Mayweather. <laughs> In the background, it's just yeah. so funny. Hey, uh, you know, just changing gears there a little bit. We got to talk about this uh, new TV season. All the shows coming on. New Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which I don't watch. It. It's it's you know ridiculous, but I don't get it. My wife loves that show, and you know, girls love it. I guess I don't know, but it's you know, it's amazing. It's been on forever, and and they're always trying to up the ante. And and do you see the previews for this season? They have what's it, Chris. Jenner, the wife, and, and of course Bruce, who has the most fucked up plastic He's surgery. Got some bad stuff. Kenny yeah. Rogers, Wayne Newton, he, like <laughs> yes, terrible. He does. It's a nice combination, right, Mikey? And 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 they're sitting there and they're talking about I don't know how the sex tapes or whatever. Apparently, Chris Jenner and Bruce, or yeah, Chris, what's her name? Yeah, Chris, Chris Jenner, Jenner, Bruce Jenner. Had they did a sex tape? 
they're they're, t- they're talking and the kids well, are like stick all with the uh, <laughs> stick with the formula that got you where you are. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just thinking, how long do you think it's gonna, before that thing leaks? The sex tape gets out. Huh? Boy, do you even want to see it? No, no. no. Is he wearing uh, his uh, gold uh, medal uh, while he's doing it? Yeah, it <laughs> looks like a tranny and a burn victim recovery guy. I don't want to see that. He's, he's hollowed out his gold medal. He's using uh, it as a cock ring. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Kim. I saw Kim's <laughs> a gold medal. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Yo, that shit. What did Bruce Jenner do with his gold medal? He's gonna, oh, hear, this, he's gonna hear the podcast and go, "That's a good idea." <laughs> <laughs> I go for that. Hi, no, I'm Chris yeah. Jenner. <laughs> These are gold cock rings. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. It's well, who's gonna watch? Yeah, no one's gonna watch this. That's just it. They're, they're mentioning it. it like somebody, you know, it's gonna be the hot thing, or oh, I hope this thing doesn't get out. They're at the table talking about it. I'm like, nobody's gonna fucking want to watch. It. I did see Kim's, by the way. That rage was a Ray J. Yeah, we're I tell Ray you J. what, Kim in her prime, because <laughs> Tyson in his prime. Kim in her prime. <laughs> I, was, just, I was gotta a, tell you, it, it was a, a little Larry David. She tape. was really good. It was a boring sex tape, but she she's she hot, she was sexy in it. She's sexy. When you hot. watch it, you're like, damn, she's sexy. She's smoking hot. If you could get past the fact that Brandy's little brother's banging her, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, Moesha's baby brother, but it's uh, yeah, she is sexy in it. I would like to see Mama Kardashian. Would video. you? Would you watch? I don't want to see. I don't want to see. Gotta, see Bruce's involved. See, I want to see Bruce. I want. I want to see Chris. I want to see her. And like, I want to know if there's like a warm up scene first. You know how there's always in porn the yeah. warm up solo tea scene. If she does that, I'll watch it to that point, and then after that, I'll you know let have it go, Lamar but. Odom smoking crack in the back. <laughs> <In the corner. laughs> have him in a corner. That's right. Man, that'd be Lamar. awesome. Lamar Odom smoking crack on a Segway. In He's the, the direct on a Segway. Yes, it's right. They had yesterday his crack dealer cut him <laughs> off because he smoked too much crack. Really? Uh, Yo, I've never heard, heard of that. Dealer, like, nah. My God, when your crack dealer cuts you off. Yo, you. That's when, a crack dealer with a heart of gold. Is like, I want to see this dude die. Damn. I'm crazy. not going to give him any more crack. No, man, I'm going to get signed. I'll have money. I'll get, <laughs> I'm going to play again. <laughs> but like, man, you are using all my supply. <laughs> I didn't know crack dealers it was like a, I've a never bartender. I've heard of that. Yeah. shut you off. Yeah. Ooh, Real humanitarian, did. that guy. Mm-hmm, he is humanitarian, He's like, look, man, man I'm worried about you. <laughs> I mean, we used to have James Brown a lot, but. You're gonna have to chill. Yeah, that's that's impressive, man. Well, they, they did that with Pryor, right? Didn't the Pryor's Pryor coke dealer that. cut him off, right? Yeah, Remember? his dealer cut him he off. Cut me off. <laughs> yeah, no more. <laughs> That's like crazy. Smoking. Yeah, I remember that. That's crazy. Man. It's, you yeah, know. Would you guys watch that sex tape, though? You uh, I would could care less about yeah. anything the Kardashians <laughs> yeah. do. I mean, it's Mama Kardashian, though. She birthed these Kardashians. <sighs> she, birthed, she birthed a <laughs> the matriarchal figure for porn. <laughs> I'm just saying, without her. And those money. kids are the spawn of Satan. <laughs> Everything they do is, is absolutely poisoning the youth of this country. No, they, is. they made Who six up to them? Who looks up to them? Remember somebody the one- made sixty five fucking million last year. It was so did so did Brad Paisley. So <laughs> you know, that doesn't make it right. Well, remember Montana Fishburne? She got into porn that Larry I Fishburne's do. I daughter. Saw that. I, I do. Oh, yeah. I, I seen yes. it too. I seen it. <laughs> <seen> it. <laughs> but they were making fun of her because her ass looked like a chocolate chip cookie. But ironically, her uh, porn name was Chippy D. Really? And Is that her porn name, Chippy D? Chippy D. Montana. That's one of my favorite porn names. There was an issue where, uh, well, that was the whole thing. She said she wanted to make a sex tape like Kim Kardashian. She was inspired after seeing that sex tape. Really? So you're right. They are destroying it. Because of Kim Kardashian inspiring her, I want to thank you for wow. allowing me to be able to see Yeah, Chippy Montana D would never Fishburne. be born. 
Chip Fishburne went to that company there. that put those out and tried to get them get stop. the master copies of all of them and say you got to stop putting these out and I, uh, yeah, I don't blame no them. sale. Yeah, I, I mean, if your yeah, if your daughter, you yeah. have to try to do that. Yeah, like, man. I mean, it's fucking God. Larry Fishburne, man. Like CSI, yeah. fucking Matrix, power. Morpheus. It Larry reminds Fishburne. me of the movie Hardcore. Did you ever see that with George C. Scott? Yes. His, about his daughter he runs away, sh- and yeah. she gets into porn. And so he's sitting in a theater, and this movie comes on, and his daughter's, you know, blowing some guy. But the, the movie poster, <laughs> on the front of the movie poster, George C. Scott, his head is in his hands, and the, the tagline says, I can't believe that's my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just it. That's the whole classic. <laughs> it was a classic at the he time. He was, like, going to like go huge. vigilante on, on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good oh, stuff. Doesn't he go in the strip joint or something in the movie or something? Yeah. Throw a blanket on her or some shit? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Last story here. This is also, I'm sorry, this is a sad show. I'm sorry, this is all these sad <laughs> stories. But this is one of the sad ones that in Kent County uh, City Council stopped the annual sex orgy for disabled people from happening uh, this week. $75 tickets for the event was canceled. Uh, it was called the Maniac Sex Ball, and you had to have uh, you had to be handicapped to attend, and uh, that's just, that's just really sad, man. It's, it's <laughs> a lot of sex wings. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just really bad. The, the organizers are looking for a new venue frantically to, to try to get this back on, but they had it's been a festival's been going on for over twenty years. Uh, it's this, it's include, included a grope box. Uh, wheelchair accessible dominatrix dungeon uh, orgies in a climax clinic so that's hmm. you know, they had a lot of great things for this festival in Kent County it's like a, it's educational and it was. Uh, you know yeah. <laughs> squirting 101 <laughs> it <was> <laughs> terrible <laughs> and hey they're, they're disabled for crying out loud this was they look for why not I mean you know that was perfect right you get the grope box the, the whole deal oh, it, isn't it sad they, there's why why stop this they're disabled the, the cream br- pie tutorial uh-huh. yeah. i mean there's have, all kinds of they would have fun all right? kinds of things that you could glory hole with the, the with the bar for the wheelchair yes yeah to hold on to mike it's just right. holes a little lower to the ground yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have good leg strength yeah it's, it's lower to the ground <laughs> Oh man, that is. <laughs> well, we'll end on that. Right? <laughs> wow, that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. To, thank yeah. you. Good night. You can't follow that. How do you follow the glory hole thing? Right, it's good stuff, man. It's. Oh, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Really appreciate you downloading. Thanks so much. Hey, everyone, I want to let you know there's another way to listen and download Jim Cran No Restrictions podcast. 
You can get us on soundcloud.com website or the SoundCloud app on Android smartphones and tablets, as well as Apple, iPhone, iPad, iPod. Go to the SoundCloud website or download the free phone app and search Jim Cran, no restrictions. It is free to register and listen. In addition, if you can do us a favor, hit the follow button to be part of our over 50,000 subscribers and have the new episodes sent right to your mobile device. No problem, no fuss, no muss. Thanks for your continued support. Spread the word about SoundCloud. 